0: Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, great morning, high achievers. Let's go ahead and jump right in, shall we? Yeah. So today we're talking about the distinction of the believer, the distinction of The believer. So we often use the word "difference" and "distinction" to describe the way people or things differ, right? But the word "difference" is more often used in the mathematical sense to express the numerical amount by which something differs, or sometimes we'll use it to express in which things are not the same, like the differences between humans and animals, for example, or something makes a difference in the situation in terms of how it affects that situation. Or if it didn't affect that situation, you know, we'll say, well, that didn't make a difference, right? <laughs> but the word distinction, on the other hand, describes what makes people or things that apart, not just different. What sets those things of those people apart? So, some of you who are listening may be saying, "Well, what difference does it make if I know a difference between distinction or a difference? What difference does that make?" Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that. So, let's get right into it. And let's let's just be honest here. The reputation of us as believers, as Christians, the reputation of churches, the reputation of, you know, uh, believers, followers of Christ, however you want to describe us, it's really not that great, right? I mean, and like it's not... It, it, they're watching us, right? They're judging us. And so... The thing that I want to talk about today is that the issue is not really so much about the difference that we're making. That's why I was talking about the difference between the word different and distinction. That's really not the issue. The difference that we're making is not the issue. Anybody can make a difference, right? It's about the distinction. Is there a distinction between us and the world, meaning what sets us apart from the world? What's the distinction between believers and non-believers or Christians and non-Christians? What's the distinction? Well, the scripture shares several areas of distinction, right? Things that set us apart. It's just, it's just, it's just discussed, <laughs> a lot of these here. It's discussed in scriptures. But for the sake of time, we're just going to talk about three areas of distinction, okay, three areas of distinction. The first one being love, okay, love. John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus says this, a new commandment I give to you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another by this All men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's the distinction. Here we see that Jesus is exhorting John and the other apostles to love one another so that the world may know that they are his disciples. And that and John takes it, you know, the rest of the chapter even further to encourage believers to love one another, demonstrating their faith in him. It demonstrates our faith in Christ. And he also goes a step further by contrasting those who love one another with those who do not love one another. There's a distinction. So our love for others is a conscious response God's love for us, and it demonstrates to a world that's looking for love that God's love is like no other love. This type of love, which is God's love, is distinguished from human love because God's love, God's love is not based on emotions or feelings. You know how we get, you know, I love you today, but maybe tomorrow because you got on my nerves, I really don't love you right now, right? <laughs> but god his love for us never changes, and we are supposed to be an example of that and The thing is, he doesn't love us because we're good people because we're really not right but John first John four and eight states that God is love, and god's love his love for us because he is love, not because. Of anything else other than the fact that that is who he is. And so his love is genuine, right? It's unconditional because it originates from the one that is love. I don't mean, I don't know any other way to say it, right? But therefore, our love for others is to be a mark of distinction, if you will, something that demonstrates to others that we are his, not just to show love, right? It has to be like the root of who we are because we're connected to the one that is love. And the world should be experiencing the love of Christ through us. Like our clients should be experiencing that, right? Everyone that crosses our path should be experiencing the love of Christ through us because we are connected, right? We have a relationship through Christ, right? And so there should be a distinction about how we love others and how we show love to others, right? And so, I mean, one of the things, the things that I shared with many of you was that, you know, before I got married, the one thing that I asked the Lord for was that I wanted to experience the love of Christ through in. Because I wanted that experience to be just like Christ loved the church. And that's how I wanted to experience Christ here on earth, right? So my point is, number one, it's love. That is the distinguishing thing, right? So that's number one. Number two is hope, Have you ever been around someone that's always negative, always looking for the bad in every situation? (sighs) Isn't that exhausting? (laughs) When people are around us, they should see that we are hopeful, right? There should be a distinction in their experience with us, so much so that they will ask about why we have so much hope. And I'm not talking about positivity. I'm not talking about that fake it till you make it kind of thing. I'm talking about joyful anticipation. Because the way we use the word hope in our language, is used in a way that conveys doubt, right? Like, I hope, it, I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow, you know. I hope I go to heaven. Oh, I hope so, you know. But that's not how the word hope is translated translated in scripture. The word hope in the Hebrew is bata, and it has the meaning of confidence, security, being without care, and doubt is not even a part of the word. Biblical hope is a confident expectation. An assurance based upon a sure foundation that anything we're waiting for, we wait with joyful, full confidence, anticipation. And there's no doubt attached to, the, to this word, right? It's not, biblical hope is a reality and not a feeling, and it carries no doubt. First Peter 3.15 says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The, the, the joyful anticipation that you exude, be ready to explain that to someone. So anticipate that God will open a door for us to share about the reason for our hope, the reason for our bata. Okay, so number two is hope, bata. Number three is unity. As believers, unity is another way we are distinguished from the world, we're set apart. In John 17, 21, we see that Jesus prays regarding his disciples and all who would come after him through their testimony. It says that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. When the world sees us, they see division. We're fighting over things that don't even matter, right? I mean, we we should be a witness to, to the world in our unity, Right? But we're fighting over social and political issues, drama, all over social media, just putting it in front of the world. And all we're doing really is just confirming what the world already believes about us. right? And the thing is, we're not instructed to create unity, but to keep the unity that's been created by the Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer, binding us inseparably right, to each other. When believers actually come together in unity, man, that's a powerful thing. And it's a strong evidence for the legitimacy of our faith. And we, we, when we fail to, you know, love or when people are not experiencing the type of distinctive love that we are to show, but there's no bata, right, no hope, no unity, we confuse the world. But when we practice love, when we, when we have hope, when we're unified, it doesn't matter if people who are watching fully understand it or not, or even whether they receive it or not, but it's there. And that's the distinction. That's what separates us from the world, the love that they experience right, the bata, right, and the unity. That's where the distinction of the believer lies. So I hope that today's wisdom has inspired you in your spiritual and entrepreneurial journey. I hope it inspires you to not just be different, not just make a difference, right, but let there be a distinction in someone's experience with you because of Christ that is in you. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Co-working Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.